Happy New Year. Oh my God. <laughs> we made it to 2020. You are listening to For Realness Sake in 2020. Yes. I am Kier, as you know, and I'm very excited about what this year has to bring. There's so much anticipation and expectation from everyone that I've been speaking to that I can just feel it. I know that this year is going to be amazing. One thing that I've been practicing is being super intentional about everything that I'm doing. Y'all, I challenge you to do the same thing. There's no more almost or maybe or I don't knows this year. It's yes or no, period. Be intentional about what you're doing. Be specific. Write your visions. Make them plain. Let's get it done. I, I think that's why I like this episode so much because it's the first one and it's so motivating to me and it's so real, so raw, so vulnerable, so honest. And I love that. My special guest name is Lisa. She is my workout partner and she has never given up on me, <laughs> even though I've backslid a couple times, but I'm back. I'm back. I'm ready to get to work. And she has been so supportive of me every single day. Lisa got on this microphone and she bared her truth. Her vulnerability is so appreciated and I am forever grateful to you, Lisa, for sharing this moment with me and allowing me to see you for who you really are. Let the tears that you have cried through your honesty be the fuel that you need to grow your dreams. Don't let the tears be in vain, y'all. Don't let your your vulnerability be in vain. Let's get to work. Y'all are going to want to grab some tissue, a notepad, and a pen to write down these things that Lisa shared today. She is so full of growth, and her knowledge is is just, it's, it's amazing. It's out of this world. Also, if you are not following me on Instagram, you are dead wrong, honey. Instagram is booming right now, and this is where you can find out what I'm doing, uh, any updates for the podcast, pictures, videos, and inspirational quotes. I have the opportunity to collab with some of the most unconventional women of this lifetime, and I'm looking forward to just growing. So if you are not following me, my Instagram is at for realness sake, it sounds just like a spell, so you won't have a hard time finding it. And when you do follow me on Instagram, make sure you give me a comment or a DM and let me know that, hey, I'm listening and I followed you. Thank you so much for your continued support for for realness sake. We're taking this all the way to the top. I told you I'm trying to get a thousand downloads every episode, period. Let's make it happen. Without further ado, I got Lisa here. Let's go. So I wanted to have you on because you have like really motivated me to keep going because yeah yeah uh, I, y'all anyway I'm not gonna get into that mm-hmm. but you have you motivated me to keep going and the the thing that you always say that sticks with me is that I have to recognize the beauty that I already have mm-hmm. and a lot of times that's hard for people to see some see themselves in the mirror and say well even though I want to change this this and this I'm still happy about this this and this 
that's because you're fighting demons of the past mm. because every day it's so easy to be negative versus mm. positive so with the process of you're fighting you know your past friends your family life in general what society mm. thinks is beautiful so it's up to you really to be consistent within the love of in yourself yeah so but it's a process. It's a process. I won't say it's not. Negativity is not easy to overcome. Right. And that's what majority of people, um, I mean, January, like you said, is the month of motivation. Come February and life sets in, mm. people don't see the changes they want to see and they give up. Yeah. Or you've got those naysayers in their ear and it really sets hold and takes a hold of them and they're back to who they were. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. so what is your motivation for 2020? Or even before I even ask that question... We're closing in on a decade. I don't know about you, but it's been a heck of a decade, okay? <laughs> it's been a, an eventful one. It's definitely mm. been eventful. For me, you know, 2019 was my 10th year of being out of high school. Mm. And that was like a huge... Wake up call. Yes, girl. Number one, like, I'm almost 30. Hello. Mm-hmm. Okay. But just as I think about the things that I've gone through throughout the past 10 years, I'm grateful, but I'm, it also made me more aware of what I need to do next. So as you close out this decade, what are some things that you're thinking about from your past and, and how is that affecting you now? Well, ultimately, I feel like a lot of people, most people fight procrastination. And women in general, what what a lot of people don't understand, women in general evolve every five years. Mm-hmm. So based on, you know, evolving, when you understand that now a decade is closing, it really comes to terms in full circle that what have I done with my life? Mm. Where am I at? What have I accomplished? My kids, what have I changed from past pain, past hurt, family ties? There's so much that you actually realize about yourself and you are either going to beat yourself up or you're going to raise above that. And, you know, history has shown, society has shown uh, that most people want to beat themselves up about it Mm. versus overcome it. Mm -hmm. So me, myself, my battle was... Uh, resentment Mm. um, this past decade, resenting myself uh, for the choices I made. But what I realized is I was feeling sorry for myself Mm. instead of overcoming those hurdles and those those life trials. In this past decade, I gave birth to two kids. By 22, I had three kids. I was in a horrible marriage. Mm -hmm. Um, I was divorced. I was manipulated by people I thought was close to me and I just had a pity party for years and years and years and when you're in that whole self-esteem pity party you don't realize how fast time is going by you don't you don't really take the time and say oh well I'm 20 something I'll have time Mm -hmm. I'll have time and before you know it now I'm 30 and the pity party's over Mm. and now it's time to really pick up those lost time because like they say uh, time is the undisputed champion of the world. Hello. You don't get it back. Mm-mm. Next year, you might have some family members that aren't here. Cool. You don't know what could happen. So I really had to look at that and say, okay, either I'm going to dwell on this, I'm going to keep being unauthentic, mm, girl, or I'm going to wake up and accept my flaws mm-hmm. and use those as empowerment for myself mm. and become authentic. Yes. So. Wow, girl, you give me goosebumps. <laughs> I love that because it's so true. Being inauthentic, I like to call it like having living with a mask on. Mm-hmm. 
And I think that for myself, I've lived maybe, yeah, I lived this, I don't, I can't say the whole decade, but definitely some time where I didn't even know who I was. Mm -hmm. So like when I saw myself in the mirror, it was like, well, dang, well, let me put some makeup on real quick or let me, you know, do something because I don't recognize this bare faced person. Mm -hmm. I didn't know who I was. And so I think what you said is powerful when you talk about being inauthentic and owning that because mm-hmm. that is something that people don't like to admit. Mm-hmm. How did you get to a place where you do feel more like yourself and you've taken that mask off and you've embraced who you really are? Okay. Um, well, first I want to touch bases on what you just said because mm-hmm. something that you just said has resonated me with me for years. Mm-hmm. Um, like you mentioned earlier, we went to the same church. Yeah. Someone very close to us passed away in that church. Yes. And something she used to always say that stayed with me was, you always dress the opposite of how you feel. Mm. You never let anybody see you feel down, look down, because that's what people pray on to mm-hmm. make themselves feel better. I like that. Um, so that's something that resonated me with me um, from her and the power that she had. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's those little moments that you remember that when you're in those times that you can pick yourself up a little bit more. Yeah. You know, I have children, so that's a huge why motiva- motivation for myself. Yeah. But for me right now... You are who you hang around. Mm-hmm. You I believe are, that. You know, what you choose to be. Your life, your motivation goes based on your choices you've made for yourself. Mm-hmm. And I had to look at that. Who am I hanging around? Mm-hmm. Who am I choosing to be a mentor for myself? And not just a mentor. Are they owning up to what yes. they say? Yes, are, are you really walking into the steps and what you've been through? Because I can only tell you as much as what I've been through. Mm-hmm. I can only be only authentic to what I've gone through in my life to help you come out. And based on what you're doing right now with For Realness Sake, you can go as far as what you can do, but the people that you bring on are sending a message to other people to help those people come out. Exactly. So what I was doing is, and what I had to come to realize this past year, I think this past year was more of a um, stripping away time period for me. Mm -hmm. And instead of listening to the opinions of others, what I had to do is um, I had to pick the correct mentors. I had to go to the right seminars. I had to, you know, understand my worth. And that is easier said than done because uh, for so long, you're going to be told you're nothing. Mm. I had my first at 18 and that was years and years build up in me telling me that I was flawed because I messed up my life. I messed up his life. And this past year for me, what I did is every morning I looked at myself in the mirror and I told myself, mm. you are powerful. Mm. You are strong. You are one of a kind. Mm. You are wealthy. You are worth of wealth. You are worth of the abundance of life. Yeah. And if you don't do that for yourself, and if I did not do that for myself, I don't think that I would want to go into this next year. Mm. I was at a huge breaking point because it's so easy to get up and be angry. It's so easy to get up and say, I hate my job. Mm. I hate that I have to live here. I hate this car that I have. It's so easy to let that fester and become the person that you are. And now you realize how negative you are and how much you hate life. So I had to do the opposite. And that's what helped me get out. Mm. I love myself. I love the face I have. I love the hair I have. I love the body I have. I love the process I'm going through. Thank you for this process. Because somebody 
is not here based off of what that other old thought process is. So I had to train myself to speak because nobody else is going to do it for me. Mm -hmm. Not those mentors that I have, not Mm -hmm. the books that I read. They're great. But if you're not telling yourself how powerful you are, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Wow. That girl... Listen, you better go Aquarius. You better be extroverted today. (laughs) I love that. I want to go back a little bit because you said you had your first child when you were 18. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of people out here that have had children at a young age. And it almost, not necessarily the pregnancy, but people seem to stifle those kids, you Mm -hmm. know, because you are still, you're an adult, but you're still like a child when you're 18. So Mm -hmm. people tend to stifle you and say, oh, you messed up. Mm -hmm. But do you really feel like you messed up? Mm -mm. I feel like my child saved me. Mm -hmm. And I don't say that for people to have a kid because Mm -hmm. you think it's going to save you. My road, my testimony is my testimony. Mm -hmm. My journey is mine. Mm -hmm. So don't take what I say and say, oh, a baby will change my life. Mm -hmm. It will. But either it's going to make you or break you. Mm. So I don't think any child is unplanned. I don't think any child was not supposed to be here. Mm-hmm. I believe they are supposed to be here. Good, bad, and different. No matter how the circumstances was, they were made. Right. So. So you feel that that kind of launched you into whatever you're supposed to be. Because you're you're still you're still going. But. Let's say you didn't have a baby. Things could have probably turned out different for you. Who? Girl. <laughs> you know? Let me tell you. <laughs> I went to King High School. Mm-hmm. And based on going to King High School, you know, there's super... It is what it is. But I was going down a really bad path. And before I had my child, I was contemplating... Um, I went to a couple of strip clubs. Mm. And I was looking to make that my career outside of high school. Oh, wow. Um, Only because of certain self-esteem issues I had. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying that what strippers do are bad. You know, do what you do. You know, get Mm -hmm. what you have to get. Life is life. Um, But the reason why I was doing stuff like that was because of my own self-esteem, my own self-hurt. I had a lot of abuse that happened to me when I was younger, um, when my father decided to step out my life. Mm -hmm. And based on that, I felt like, well... If this is what men think of me, why not capitalize off of it? Mm. Um, I stepped into the strip club and I was like, mm, this isn't for me. I don't want you to see me. Yeah. So right before I had my daughter, like maybe not before I had her, before I got pregnant, five months prior, I was um, not very proud of it, but I was looking to uh, become an escort. Mm. Mm-hmm. And it was a really low point in my life mm-hmm. because <clears throat> I dropped out of high school that year. Um, because I was looked at as a piece of meat, mm. opposed to the person that I am. Not that what I, I did in the school, they had a reason to. Unfortunately, as a white girl with hips and thighs and this, you're, you are what you are. Mm-hmm. You couldn't have had that naturally. You give head easily. Oh, wow. um, the stereotypes of every race is just unbelievable. And you don't ever get to have a story of your own because mm-hmm. you're already told who you are. Yeah, wow. Um, And I had just had enough. I had enough and I dropped out and I did schooling online. But based on also the people I was hanging around, I I was going down a darker path if I did not have her. And that's why I say she saved me because looking at her made me look at myself. Mm -hmm. She was a complete image and duplicate of me. 
do I want my daughter doing this? What do I want my daughter? Because you're a daughter, and when you look at your mom, you're like, mom, chill out. You know, yeah. let me grow. Let mm-hmm. me be independent. Until you have a kid, it's just different. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Lisa, my Lisa Bella. I'm proud of you, girl. I know we're not <laughs> but I just have to stop and say that because I know how hard that is for you to talk about it. Mm-hmm. You girl, you doing it. You go, girl, you go. So now that we know a little bit about what has transpired over the past decade for you, how has your motivation shifted to now from being this little girl into now being a full grown woman and your mindset has changed? What is your current mindset to go and get it? Trial and error, I mm. think first and foremost, is the process of where I am now. Mm. It takes time to become the woman or man that you're supposed to be. Mm-hmm. It takes mistakes, and you don't have to sit and be angry with yourself yeah. and beat yourself up over it because we all have made mistakes. Um, and that's what's created the mindset I have now. What I have been through and what I've chosen to do doesn't make me imperfect. Mm-hmm. It just makes me human. Yeah. And we are so caught up on the idea of what perfection is, whether it's looks or attitude or wealth, that we forget that even those people made their own mistakes. Yeah. So um, me right now, it's just trial and error. It is um, accepting the error. It's accepting the, the good, the bad, the ugly, the sad. Um, because that's what got you to the point that you are at now, or myself in general. So me right now, my motivation to continue is to help the next woman. Mm-hmm. Not because I'm, I've made it, I'm in the clear, because I'm perfect, but because I was in that trial and error you're in. And now I want to be the helping hand that tells you the story that you can say, sat with me, stayed with me, yeah. and what you said motivated me, and it hit me really hard. So that's what's really helping me go. Um, but also... More than anything, my um, my grandmother had 12 children, mm-hmm. and majority were women. Uh, she didn't have a lot of money, and she chose not to abort a lot of her kids. She just wanted to have them um, because she, be- she believed in life. Uh, anybody's decision in that is perfectly fine. Um, but <clears throat> there were a lot of misconceptions in that family, whether it is, and I know talking about your family is not easy because you don't ever want to throw anybody under the bus, right. but the truth is the truth. Mm-hmm. Um, drug addicts, predators, sexual predators, um, uh, just so much that happened in that family. And this one particular aunt of mine, um, none of the women in my family succeeded when it comes to school, mm-hmm. when it comes to a man. Uh, all of them wanted to please a man because they didn't have it growing up mm-hmm. and you can you can exchange soul ties you can exchange oh, power yeah. and frequency so it can be passed down to you and passed down to you and passed down to you and whoever you allow to be within your you your circle can transfer that energy oh, and that yeah. spirit onto you i believe that wholeheartedly yeah so generational curses absolutely as well. yeah and none of my no woman in my family and i love my mother and i love my aunties and my grandmother um, have succeeded past wanting the acceptance of a man. Mm. And I have 
uh, one of my aunties in particular that I grew up that was very important to me. Her name was Tina. Um, she's not with us anymore, but um, she, you know, short story. Her father wasn't around. She went to go visit him a couple times and come to find out he was raping her. Mm. And she came back and that transfer of energy and emotion came to her and she started to leave the house and she started not to come home and they couldn't find her and they found her in states and states and states away um, starting to do drugs. And she became, um, she became positive with HIV, uh, AIDS, actually, AIDS. And it is, uh, it is a horrible disease to see somebody deteriorate from. Mm-hmm. But she was powerful to me because in the process of all these things that happened to her, she had so much love and willpower in her heart to still go on. Mm-hmm. And I just remember her because my, my parents used to argue so much. My dad was an alcoholic. Um, my mother would too, just so she couldn't have to deal with him or, or you know, drown mm-hmm. out her thoughts of him. And, you know, he used to beat on her at night. Wow. <sighs> Take your time, girl. And, um, me and my sister would see that. And my aunt lived with us. This is already when she had AIDS because she couldn't take care of herself. Mm-hmm. And one night my aunt came in my room. <clears throat> I had a bunk bed and I used to cover my head when they would argue. Mm-hmm. And she came in my room and she held my hand and she just sang me a song just to try to overpower their um, arguing. And she grabbed my hand and she said, sweet Lisa, I promise you it's all going to be okay in the end. And knowing you have that much strength and your body is deteriorating, you can barely move. You can barely talk. You have to take so many steps because you're not even strong enough to pick yourself up. She took that time because it's like something told her, go to her. And, you know, fast forward a couple of years, she's in hospice. And, um, you know, hospice just means death. Mm -hmm. That's all hospice is. You can smell it when you enter. Um, you know what's happening to them. And when she was in hospice, I remember coming in the room when I was about 11 or 12, and she was laying on her bed, and she turned and smiled, and she said, baby, are you going to sing that song to me? And I was like, I'll sing to you. Oh. And it was a song she sang to me. Um, and I know it's cliche, but I liked Mandy Moore, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> and, <laughs> and I sang Mandy Moore to her. <laughs> Like early white girls anymore, <laughs> and I sang it to her while my mom and my auntie did her makeup oh, wow. because she couldn't even put on her makeup, and that was the last time I saw her, and she passed. But out of all my family, the strength she had to continue to have love in her heart, I knew that was the key. Mm. That's the reason why you keep going on, is to have love for not only yourself but for people. No matter what they do, no matter what they say, keep your heart pure. Mm. And keep love in your heart because if you don't have love, the world will take you and it will eat you up. Wow. (laughs) Girl, that is so powerful. Like, thank you for sharing that. Mm -hmm. That's, you said a lot. Sorry. <laughs> no, no, like it was so impactful to me because a lot of times, 
you know, surface wise, you see someone and you don't, you, you just see them, you see the beauty, you see the strength, you see the resilience, but you don't know why. And so for you to share that story, it's like, I know you, you know, but now I feel like I know you and the beauty that you have, the strength that you show, the resilience that keeps you moving forward. It makes sense. You know, a lot of people have a fight in them, but until you know why they're fighting. Yeah. You know, it, it just, wow. I, I'm, that is so beautiful to me. Thanks. So you've definitely showed, you know, me why you keep going and your motivation to keep going. It's not just, you know, because you want to, it's because you have to, the, the examples that you've been shown have driven you to this point. Mm -hmm. You have no choice but to succeed. Mm -hmm. That's all you can do. The road has been laid for you to keep going. Mm -hmm. And if you stop now, you let everybody down. Hello. But first yourself. Mm. You strong, girl. You can't let people pass in vain. Yeah. That's how I feel. Not that they knew that what you what they were doing was going to impact you later on in life, but I feel like I can't allow any more to happen. Mm. I know I can't prevent, mm -hmm. but I can change some things, yeah. and it has to start from myself. Uh and first, I have to, I had to accept those things um, that have happened, even physically, that's mm -hmm. happened to myself. Mm -hmm. um, <clears throat> and uh, you just got to grow from it. Yeah. I like to say that you've grown through those things. Because when you go through something, sometimes it can be more of a struggle going through something seems like you're already defeated i just gotta go through this let me just get through this but when you grow through something you've gone through it but you've learned something from it and i think it's that much more powerful so all the things that you've shared today have shown the growth that you have right now this lisa right now mm -hmm. in 2020 is not the same lisa 10 years ago right you know mm -hmm. And I'm excited to see what the Lisa, you know, 10 years from now is going to be because it's just you're just going to be that much more. Right. What is your message to women? I received that first, but. Um, <clears throat> don't look on the surface. Mm. It's going to be difficult. Mm hmm. Um, but somebody needs your story. Wow. Somebody needs your struggle to get through theirs. Um, and I know when you're going through, you don't see the bigger picture. It's more of a why me. Mm. But when you can learn to accept, then you can heal. Wow. And if you can't accept those things that's happened to you, um, you won't be able to heal. It'll be like you said, you're just going through the motion. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that's when the resentment builds up. So if any woman is going through anything, I would tell them, hold on, mm -hmm. accept it and heal. Because if you don't heal, you're going to have so much hate in your heart. And love is going to be hard for you to be able to accept from a man, wow. from a child, from a family member, from anybody. Because it's going to become victimized. Mm. and you're not a victim you have the victory 
You are so strong and you are powerful and you are supposed to be here for a reason. And it doesn't matter if you wake up and that person at the coworker tells you who you are. You're not cute. You're this, you're that, you know, you're going to just let it make you feel flawed when you're not flawed mm-hmm. at all. So I would, I would just say, make sure you realize who you're surrounding yourself with mm-hmm. um, and heal, really heal. So you can become the next, um, the next person to help that woman that needs your help. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I know I keep saying wow, but I'm just so in awe, y'all. Y'all know when you figure out, like, you found the the solution to your problem or you, you found that last chocolate bar you were looking for. It's like, <laughs> I'm, I'm just looking at Lisa and I see Lisa every day, y'all, every day. But now I just feel like I'm seeing you and it is just so amazing to me. Mm-hmm. Like, girl, what are you doing? You have so much work to do. Yeah. You got to stop procrastinating, ma'am. That is what I find. <laughs> Let me tell you. <laughs> Not this year. You got to stop oh, procrastinating sure. because you got so <clears throat> much. Lisa, they need you. <laughs> Come on. I'm here. I'm coming. I'm coming. I'm coming. I'm coming for you. (laughs) Let's do this together. When I was at church, I went to, um, what I think they call it watch night, um, which is basically like, Mm -hmm. for those of you who don't know, you go to church on the, uh, New Year's Eve Mm -hmm. basically. And I haven't been to church on New Year's Eve in like, I want to say at least shoot like five years usually we just stay at home and make vision boards or something like that or or be sleep girl Mm. in the bed by nine (laughs) but I was like let's go to church because I just wanted I just wanted to set my my year up for like success I just Mm -hmm. wanted everything I wanted everything to just be different right so we went and I loved it but the thing that I took from it was um the pastor was like he gave everyone in the audience sticky notes Mm -hmm. And he was like, whatever has stopped you from doing what you said you were going to do last year, write it down. Mm -hmm. Whatever it was, whether it's, you know, one thing or five things, write it down because this is the last day that that's going to stop you. Mm -hmm. And I was like, ooh, you know, can I get another sticky note? (laughs) (laughs) I might need more than one. (laughs) But um, I sat there and I thought, and I was like, hmm. So I wrote my little note. And I put it, he had like this mountain. It was like a picture of a um, a mountain. Mm-hmm. And he wanted all of us to um, put our stickies on the mountain. So, girl, I put my little sticky up there. I wrote the word courage mm-hmm. because I know that that's something that I lack. I don't have a lot of courage. And that comes from girl, loads of stories, mm-hmm. the reasons why I don't have it. But I know that it's something that I need. And I, as an Aquarius too, you know, yeah. it's, girl, it's, it's so much. We're introverted anyway. <laughs> but I was like, I want to have courage this year to do the things that I know in my mind that I can do. But mm-hmm. my my mind, oh, I know that my in my heart I can do, but in my mind I stop myself every time. Mm-hmm. So I wrote it down, and it's been hard for me to like even be courageous. I envy people that are. I'm like. How can you look at you you just you just going out there like you yeah you're just petting a lion like mm-hmm. you're not worried about it. <laughs> and so I wrote it down I put it up there and I've been adamant about 
being courageous Mm -hmm. i don't even know what that even means sometimes i'm like you know what i think people that have courage will do this and let me just do it Mm -hmm. and so that's sort of been like out of everything that's sort of been my driving force that's been my motivation that this year i want to have courage Mm -hmm. to do those things i know i can do Mm -hmm. so if you had to put a sticky on a mountain what would your sticky be what would it say First of all, let me tell you really quick. <laughs> a lot of people are looking at you right now and saying how much courage you have. Girl. And you only say it because you know what you fight, but people are looking at you saying, mm-hmm. wow, I want to be like her. Um, wow. It takes a lot to yeah. bring other people in to tell them their story. And you have an amazing uh, platform. Thank um, you. And, and just know that I'm looking at you saying, wow. <laughs> Thank you. The courage. <laughs> But um, for me, it would be um, last year. You fine. <laughs> Sorry. Last year, um, validation, mm. <clears throat> I think, would be mine. The acceptance and wanting other people to tell you you did a good job. Wow. Um, is what would be on mine. I don't need your validation. Mm-mm. I don't need your acceptance. Mm-hmm. And I built too much foundation in my life to make other people happy that it started to transform into, oh, if I don't look this way, then they're not going to like me. If I don't talk or walk this way, mm-hmm. if I don't move this way, you're not going to like me. Um, and I needed that validation from other people. So I would have written on my my sticky notes. I probably would have <laughs> put like four big ones <laughs> Don't need your validation. <laughs> yes. I don't want it. <laughs> yes. I release it. Um, so then I can actually transform into my higher power. Yeah. Ooh, validation is uh, huge. Mm-hmm. I probably would have put asterisk validation. <laughs> 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 Just, you know, so I get them in there. But yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That comes from, at least for me, validation comes from a long line of people pleasing. Mm-hmm. And um, not knowing who you are. Yeah, that's pretty much what it is. Mm-hmm. Hey, can you like me? Because I don't like me. Right. That's validation. Mm-hmm. And once you learn who you are, you know your qualms. You know what's good about right. you and mm-hmm. and what you need to work on. Then you know, hey, I don't need that. Mm-hmm. So I think you're on your way because it took I me a little too long. Yeah. But hey, what? That's your like, time. At least it's just here. That's your time, girl. Yeah, you got plenty of it. Okay, because mm. you're already starting. The first thing, like first, okay, is recognizing what it is. Once you know something, you can't unknow it. Right. So now that you know this, what are you gonna do? Mm-hmm. When you can actually accept and say your flaws Mm. Um, and flaws aren't a bad thing and people look at flaws as a bad thing they're really not they're Mm. not a bad thing at all it makes you human um you cannot be perfect no (laughs) but once you can actually there is no perfection in this world oh my gosh once you can actually say wow i fucked up (laughs) this is this is the reason why um because too many people are walking around here living in la la land hello and cannot accept who they are and acting like a victim so when you Mm. can actually accept what you've done i think that's the first step to healing and the first step to getting into the right direction yes girl yes (laughs) (laughs) 
I enjoyed this conversation so much, Lisa. I think you're going to... I say this to every guest. My guests are so amazing. Like, mm-hmm. you got to come back again. I, I'm, I'm down. I'm just saying. <laughs> so why don't you tell the people what you have going on this year and what your plans are and where they can find you. What's your socials? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um. Oh, my Lord. I have so many socials. I think on Instagram, it's L.A. Holton, yes. H-O-L-T-O-N. On Facebook, I'm Lisa Holton. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm a little blonde girl on there. <laughs> blonde um, hair, blue eyes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm working on my Twitter, y'all, so it's to come. <laughs> but, um, you know, this year for me, uh, I am looking, I have a blog, and I'm looking to expand my blog into traveling. And as I travel, I want to hit up every area with women to empower them mm. um, and to help them grow and see life in a different way um, <clears throat> and let them know how beautiful they are. Uh, too many girls are walking around here feeling flawed about themselves um, and not realizing their flaws actually make them the most beautiful. Um, mm-hmm. And also, I have a boutique I'm opening up, ladies. Ooh, Let me tell you what? something. You're you going to be looking fly. <laughs> it's coming. And you not plus I stop talking like that. God. Oh, my bad, my bad. Yes. I'm doing better. Yes. called lucy blue boutique look out for it um um, but yeah more so i'm looking to empower women do more motivation speaking and getting the word out there that you are not flawed you're beautiful you are powerful you are um unstoppable and nobody Mm. can tell you who you are so yes one time for lisa holton snap snap (laughs) (laughs) thank you so much for being here lisa thank you for having me and i'll catch y'all on the next one Bye. bye